0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Funny Business Podcast. If you're returning from our previous episode, thank you for tuning in once again. Glad your ears didn't bleed or uh, you know, you suffered from any type of accident. Um, if you're new to the show, welcome. That really was a horrible icebreaker. Um, but we're going to talk about certain topics today. We're going to talk about some fun topics, and then we're going to switch over to sports. But I cannot do it by myself. Um, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome back to the podcast, Mr. Matt Summers. Matt, thank you again for joining another episode of Funny Business Podcast.
1: Thank you for not being tired of me after one episode. I appreciate I, that.
0: I almost sounded like I was like the creator of this podcast, but really, in reality, it's the both of us. But <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, you kind
1: of know the technical side of it, so... It's true. You're definitely the producer of the podcast.
0: And you're you're the funny guy. You're the fun guy. I, I think that's you know, I I try to be. <laughs> <laughs> so like I said before, if you're new to the podcast, welcome. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for finding us, believe it or not. Um we had a really great reception uh our, our last episode. So thank you to all who listened and tuned in and and was able to at least reach out to us personally if you knew us or or be able to at least listen to it cuz you know a listen is a good listen. So, um, we're just going to jump with our fun topics for today at least the first half, taking control of the first half of the show um, before we jump into the sports section and of course the most popular segment that I think was the most talked about was our take it segment and boy, I am not ready for this but Matt has been talking to me about it ever since we recorded our last podcast. So, yeah, yeah this this one's going to be even more contentious than the last well, one. So, I'm not even looking forward to it. Not looking forward to it. So, Matt, I know we were kind of talking about coronavirus last week and talking about how, you know, we're handling the situation itself. But I think we're going to take a little bit more of a perspective on this one and talk about ways individuals are handling coronavirus or COVID-19, as it's called it, or as you said it last podcast, the, the worst time of our lives right now. <laughs> but, um, Matt, we're, we're specifically thinking about some businesses and, and organizations that are currently coping with the ways and trying to keep up with business. So, um, Matt, what have been some companies, organizations, or businesses that have tried their best as far as trying to overcome this adversity and still staying as a business? So, literally like
1: 15 minutes before we started recording this,
0: uh, we ordered uh,
1: alcohol oh. to be a curbside delivery pickup. Oh. So, there's a beer distributor by us that is obviously they can't go into stores uh, and they won't deliver it right now. But uh, what you do is just go through and uh, you can search like what you're looking for and they'll show you what they have available. Uh, So obviously not everything's available because it's a busy time for them right now. Um, But you go through, add your cart and then you uh, pay online. And then when you get there, you just call them and tell them they're outside. Uh, They come, they look at your credit card so they don't actually like touch it obviously for safety reasons. Uh, But they'll just look at the credit card to confirm that it's actually you. And then they literally deliver it to your car and they'll put it in the car for you. So,
0: Now, how is that with a, I don't want to call it somebody who doesn't look of age, but like, do they still ID check you? Yeah, they they do, obviously. I mean, like if, you know, if, if you're 50 years
1: old and going to pick it up, I don't think they're going to ID you, but they still do look at the ID. But I mean, it's a, it's a way for them to, to keep having business. And a lot of restaurants, I mean, we've been trying to support local businesses that are having to, hard time in this right now and obviously this is like their only source of income so it's kind of tough for them that they can't get people in their stores right away um and probably the other big thing was been like i usually go to church every week and obviously not being able to go to church it's been a little maybe not a struggle but it's been a little disruptance you know every sunday was usually like a the same old regular routine and now it's kind of like you know maybe watching a live stream of of the uh, mass going on. So, um, But curbside delivery definitely
0: has been a big lifesaver, I think. Curbside delivery, especially when it comes to alcohol. (laughs) Yes, that's the biggest part. (laughs) Uh, Matt, you touched briefly upon uh, live streaming. I've seen a lot of businesses and organizations that strictly rely on an engagement sense. I mean, obviously coming from at least my job and my description of engagement, um, a lot of places, whether it's schools or whether it's you know sports teams or anything like that, anyone who has access to at least the internet, and I know that sounds totally weird, but um, you know churches, I, I give them the best effort ever of them actually trying to stay in touch with their congregation and stay in touch with their parish as far as throwing live streams up it may not be ideally the best but i, I you know i really commend anyone who is trying and attempting to attempt uh you know go through this time itself um but you really bring up a point about some restaurants i mean you're trying to support local because this is these are some people's incomes these are their straight income like you know others are fortunate to be working for somebody whereas like everybody's running a business whether it's a restaurant or you know a supply store or anything like that um you know, I think it really turns into the fact, and, and I've seen it again, it's almost like Christmas, but like upside down, where it's like bigger chains are being supported at this time because they have the supply. But then reality being is we should be supporting the local restaurants and businesses, um, I think, of grocery stores to begin with. Like Obviously, our first thought is we want to go to the big brand chain like Walmart, Weiss, all those places. But then really reality, there's a lot of restaurants, not restaurants, but there's a lot of grocery stores that are local in our area, whether it's the local mart or anything like that, that's really truly needing that support in order for them to still stay as a business. Yeah, I think
1: I think we've made a conscious effort at least to try to always go small business, just because, like you said, it is their only source of income for some of them. And you know, it'd be a shame if you know one of your favorite local restaurants you know has to close after this is all over because they can't support themselves now. Um, so while it is easier to go the big business route. It is a lot more, I wouldn't say smarter, but a lot helpful um, if, you know, it's just supporting whether it's your local restaurant or uh, even if there's like a farmer's market that still is able to sell some produce or something like that, um, you know, put make some, put some good out into the world right now in yeah. the time of need.
0: Absolutely. I think it really calls for each other to support one another, and You know, my question to you today, Matt, is talking about these people that are trying things. You know, some restaurants are doing deliveries now. Some are doing curbside pickup. Some are doing live streaming. I kind of want to hear your take as far as when this is all said and done and when things are back to normal. Now, I, I can wholeheartedly agree that I don't think things are ever going to be normal again. But what do you see some restaurants, some organizations, some companies Are they going to stick to some of these things or are they just going to try to drop it and just kind of forget about it? Because this is kind of what the status everybody's in and they really don't want to reminisce on the fact of that they have a per se an empty congregation or or a closed business because of this. Yeah, I think
1: something that I saw that was pretty interesting that I hope stays is uh, a lot of stores have been opening or not, maybe not opening, but they've been keeping the first hour that they've been open for like the seniors, which I think is a really neat idea because um, either they don't have the mode of transportation to get out whenever they please, or maybe it's just safer for them to go out with other seniors. So whether that's just being the first hour of the day that they're open, uh, I think that would be something that a lot of businesses might consider keeping. Uh, When it comes to live streams, I think... I think a lot of places are going to try to continue a live stream. It's I think it's just going to be the amount of like time that they have um, because obviously they have a lot more time right now to get the live streams done. But once things kind of like get back to normal, it would be nice if they could keep doing it. I just don't know if it's going to be possible with the amount of time they're putting back into the getting into their the regular swing of things.
0: I think I can agree with you in the fact that live streaming will continue. I think the bigger question is how they can continue it. And, you know, I I feel like with the circumstances that some individuals are having right now, they're very limited with the fact of, okay, we have the priest, we have the videographer, and then we may have one extra person. And sometimes that one extra person is the one who's doing the organ or whatnot, specifically referring to a church. Now when the congregation comes back, you have all these people that have seen the live streams, have had the talent and the background knowledge if they already didn't reach out already. I mean, obviously, CDC guideline recommends very minimal people. So keeping everybody in touch, you know, that could be start of a, a, I don't want to call it a committee, but starting a part of a group that is sponsoring, quote, sponsoring or running the live streams and being able to do it. Because I think a lot of people that are not necessarily local to the congregation or local to the parish of a church is really staying in touch with their faith because they're having the opportunity to, let's just say, have their hometown church go and, and do these live streams but they could be somewhere out of state or you know across the across the united states or even out of the country for all we know and but they're still staying engaged and you know i think specifically what i've seen as far as churches i mean yeah i know we're we're, we're kind of being a little holy here today today matt but just talking about <laughs> churches but um you know my, my parish just started a facebook i was curious to this day as far as you know is there a social media and i just found out that when i found my parish on facebook they literally just created their facebook page the week before i found it so oh, wow. yeah i mean for for everyone that's going into this and trying to start this whole new normal i think we're really going to start seeing some more virtual events some more live streams some more calls to actions as far as how are ways are we going how in the how in the world i should say are we going to continue the engagement in person but also still engage with our people because I really see some opportunity there.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, some people just don't have the ability. They work weekends, can't go to church, or even if it's like a PTA meeting. Maybe they work nights and they can't go to PTA meetings. Having something virtual, even if they can't attend it, that they can go back and you know watch it whenever they have the free time to
0: do so. I wish my mom – I don't know if actually my mom listened to this podcast. That's really hurtful if my mom actually doesn't listen, but uh, <laughs> my mom was PTA president back when um, all, all of us were in – middle school and uh my mom actually this is her first year not doing pta so she wasn't pta i don't think she'd be up for the challenge as far as live streaming a meeting but um if you're listening out there you're finding ways to to figure it out um somebody from a professional background and matt some somebody who uh works at a, a stadium that that really enhances those um we commend you for those activities and and just trying to keep everybody engaged in within the community but pushing away coronavirus and pushing away COVID-19 kind of want to move into our next segment. Um, I kind of threw this at Matt the other night and I was saying, Matt, let's do this. And he's like, wait, you mean we have to agree on it? Matt just wants to get in a fight with me all the time. I'm a firm believer of that.
1: No, I I, I like having discussions. (laughs) You know, sometimes, sometimes my discussions turn into arguments, but sometimes we can
0: have a civil conversation, a civil conversation. So I thought to myself, Let's work together on this one. Let's work together on the first half and go at it it with each other in the second half. But I challenged Matt that we together are going to come up with a top 10 chain restaurants. A list of top 10 chain restaurants. And uh, one of the questions is, does fast food count within these chain restaurants? And I said yes. I feel like that is very competitive to the sense of chain or even fast food restaurants within that matter itself. So, um, Matt, I... I don't want to throw it to you because I think we have a unanimous number one spot for the both of us. Nope. Um, Absolutely, but I'll I'll let you uh, I'll let you reveal what our unanimous number one spot is for everyone.
1: It is the best uh, fast food Mexican place that you can get. That is Mo's Southwest Grill. Uh, Chipotle fans, sorry, sorry, not sorry, but Moe's is better. Um, you know, you got to love a good, and good stick burrito
0: that, for Moe's. Stick those priced chips and salsa up where the sun doesn't shine. Wow, that yes. was actually really, really mean. <laughs> that was really mean. But, I mean, like, even, like, everything about Moe's
1: is better. The queso, infinitely better. Uh, free chips and salsa, which I think that wins
0: the argument right there for Moe's. And Mo Monday. You can't forget about Mo Monday. Oh, uh, Moe's, that's that's the best deal of all time. Best deal of all time. And just the yeah. fact, I, I have to give a big shout-out to Moe's Southwest Grill. Mose, thank you for supporting me through your tough time because Mose actually follows me on Twitter. And I don't know if I told you, and Instagram now. Yes, I did know that. They both follow me on both my social platforms. So I I feel the love and I will always stay loyal to Mose. Chipotle, you can just suck it. Um, (laughs) Moving on, uh, Matt, I I know we came up with the unanimous, but I kind of want to hear your take um, as far as some things. Because you did say you have some that I may not be interested in, but I'm really curious yeah. to hear at least one of them.
1: So this is one that I honestly haven't, the first time I ate there was probably about a year ago. Uh, but I can't stop going there, but I don't know if you've ever been here. I am addicted to Taco Bell, like addicted to Taco Bell. And I know we just went Moe's, but you can't beat Taco Bell because you can get like, you can fill up on like four tacos for like six bucks. And it's awesome. And Maybe the food's not the best quality, but it tastes great. And the Mountain Dew Baja Blast—if you don't get the Baja Blast when you go to Taco Bell, you're doing it wrong. Um, so I don't know where Taco Bell would fit on your list.
0: Uh Matt. I so I've actually never been to Taco Bell before. I have never had that's it. That's what I thought. Um, that's what I thought. I I have been to other Mexican. Uh, I guess it, it, I, see, that's the thing. I don't believe. I mean, yeah, most Southwest Grill—it's talking more about Southwest than anything. Chipotle is more of an Americana. Uh, Mexican it's a Mexican Grill Mexican restaurant Um, I just don't See Taco Bell in the sense and I know People are going to hate me for it I just Don't see it falling under that list Of a Mexican fast food Chain and I really don't see that However we have to agree on The list but I can tell you now It's definitely not going at number two
1: That's fine that's fine as long as it's On the list you know that's all that matters To me I'm going to go with number seven Seven's fine. I can. Put, that's fine. Right. I, I, I'm good with that. Because there's a lot of other restaurants that could go before Taco Bell. I just wanted to, wanted
0: to throw that one out there. All right. All right. No. I. So. I, I love. I love. Okay. I love. See, we're working together, Matt. I, I'm yes. very happy with the fact that we're working yep. together. So, um, I'm going to cohesion going coheat right the cohesiveness. Yes. <laughs> that's a mouthful. Um, yep. I'm going to throw out uh one myself because I feel like it's kind of synonymous to to our college careers and and for any of those who who have at least know about it in the area um it's sheets ooh i didn't think of sheets
1: ooh that's a good one um sheets is tough because like i feel like the only thing that's really good there are the apps like i've tried some other stuff and like actual food like the the made to order food and like i really only like
0: their apps but I think we can definitely put it on the list. I mean, you can't not go to Sheets for late-night apps. I mean, it Sheets, whether it's a, after a long night of studying or a uh, 2 o'clock, a in, the night, a two o'clock in the morning run. Thursday night, <laughs> 2 o'clock in the morning. Or literally if you're just getting gas. Because more times yes. than not, I will get gas because I need it for my car. But I will also go in and order either an app sampler or... I never had the made-to-orders. And I think that's actually... Well, it's the bites, but they're the app sampler. Like, I feel like you're able to at least come back or take out enough where you actually feel full with your stomach.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And you can't not get gash at sheets without getting food. Like, mm-hmm. you just can't.
0: Especially those um, mac
1: and cheese bites. Oh, mac and cheese bites are the bomb. So good. So, um, Matt, Matt where, where should we put it? I'm thinking, like, I'm going to go. How about number five? Like, right in the middle. I'm cool with that. Okay, cool. Um, so, I got one that I think is potentially number two. Oh, I'm, uh, I'm excited to hear this number yeah. two. Um, because mostly because of the spicy nugs. It is Wendy's. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you, everyone loves Wendy's. The good four for four. Can't beat the four for four. They, they have it all. Like their burgers are good. The fries are good. Frosty's. You can't beat
0: a good Frosty. Uh, and obviously the spicy nugs. I'm unfortunately going to have to counter. I love the spicy nugs, Matt. You know how much I love my spicy nugs. Oh, and you know how know. much the both of us love the spicy nugs when it was reintroduced. This year. Was it this year or last year it was reintroduced? Uh, last year, I believe. Last, last fall, a I couple, think A couple months ago. A couple, yeah, months, a couple ago. months ago. Um, yeah. I'm going to have to compete with it. McDonald's. With their fries, chicken nuggets, See, their burgers. I mean, their burgers literally fill you up. And some of the desserts. I, I really like some of the desserts that they have. All right. All right, I have a hot take right now. I, oh, great. Here we go. <laughs> I'm not a fan of McDonald's fries. But you're a fan of Wendy's
1: fries? Yes.
0: I, I, you Wendy's, know, I... Wendy's
1: fries are more crispier. McDonald's fries, they're either so crispy that there's, like, nothing in, and it's just, like, you're eating a potato chip, or they're too soggy. I, I just they're Also, I feel like Wendy's fries aren't as salty. I feel like McDonald's fries, they load up on the salt. Okay. Um, but... So, so you wouldn't have McDonald's over Wendy's?
0: If I was able to have, see, that's the thing. If I was able, if if I had my most ideal like pickup order, and I was able to go to both, I would have McDonald's fries, the spicy nugs, and a double quarter pounder. Like that would be my meal. I I think I I
1: don't know. I'd have to go baconator the spicy oh, nugs but and the bacon wendy's is so fries.
0: good too i just thought that. <laughs> yeah the bacon eater that,
1: <laughs> that's what i'm saying really the only thing that i like better at mcdonald's is because i don't know if wendy's has a fish sandwich but the flay of fish from mcdonald's is really good and i highly recommend that but their fries are trash
0: i feel like what we can do all right i'll come up with an agreement we're gonna put okay. wendy's at number two okay Wendy's is going to be at number two, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. And we'll put McDonald's at number three. That's fine. That works. That works. You could definitely tell about how our college diets have, <laughs> have taken us away because there's multiple <laughs> chain restaurants that we haven't even discussed yes. yet that are actually kind of better in a way. So yeah. Um, so, so I feel like we touched on a lot of fast
1: food. Do you have like an actual chain restaurant you want to throw out there?
0: Yeah, I, I certainly will throw out um, a, a chain restaurant. Um, I certainly actually enjoy Applebee's. I feel like Applebee's should be somewhere around the list. Now, I'm not more so, I have not dug too deep into the menu yet, but I know there's the two for 20 deal, I think there is. And then there's the Dollaritas, which, I mean, you can't go wrong when it comes to alcohol, Dollaritas, and all that. Now, however, I will put it in the list. I will not put it up in the top five, but I cannot let it go against Taco Bell. (laughs) For it to be below Taco Bell.
1: Oh, uh, that's tough.
0: I really only like the apps at
1: Applebee's. Like, I go for the late night apps. Okay. But, yeah, we can put it at six. Okay. That's fine. I will put that's Applebee's fine.
0: at six. God, this is I'm a really, not happy about it, but that's fine. This is really an eclectic group here we got. <laughs> um, Matt, I'm going to throw it back to you. If you if you have a chain, or a, I don't want to say more of a fast food place, but it, do you have another... Uh, chain restaurant that uh, I think people will enjoy is our top 10 list. Not that we're people pleasers.
1: This one's going to be a little fancier. (laughs) A little more expensive than the others that we've been to. But, high quality steaks. I'm going to go with Longhorn Steakhouse. I love Longhorn Steakhouse. You have to get, you have to, have to, have to, have to. This is Matt's number one rule at Longhorn Steakhouse. You have to upgrade to uh I believe it's called the Steakhouse Mac and Cheese. It's like mac and cheese with bacon. It is to die for. Um probably my favorite
0: steak chain restaurant that I've been to. So I'm gonna put that at number four if I if you can agree with me on that. Uh, yeah. Okay. Absolutely. So, I'm I was
1: glad. I didn't think you were gonna
0: put that on top five. I'm a little I'm a little biased here because um I actually got a chance uh to meet the local Longhorn Steakhouse owner at one point. Um, and I, hold on. I think you've met every owner of every restaurant <laughs> you've been to because that just feels like that's something that happens to you. I, I, I meet the owners, but I never actually have a decent conversation with any of them. So right. uh, quick, short little story. So what happened was at Longhorn, I always get confused with Longhorn and Outback. But this is Longhorn because I know it's certainly Longhorn. Um, I had a chance to meet the owner. Really nice conversation with them. Didn't really go back until I started dating Jenna. Jenna and I wanted to meet. Well, not me specifically, but I wanted Jenna to meet my parents for the first time. So we went to Longhorn. I saw a great, great place for a meetup. Let me tell you. Absolutely. Especially when you know the owner. <laughs> because <laughs> what happened was he was walking around and he's just checking. Really good owner was checking on everybody. How's the food? Anything that I can do for you? Like a really good owner. Not in the sense like the really like helicopter owner that like checks everything that you get from the water that you drink to the food that you get. Like just checking in as soon as the food gets out. So then I asked him because it's been, it was almost a year, actually more than that. It was a couple years that I haven't been to that restaurant. And I said to him, are you Sean? And he goes, yeah. And I'm like, I'm Mike Gambita. I met you a couple years ago and we're friends on Facebook. I'm actually friends with him on Facebook. He's like, oh my goodness, how are you? So good to see you guys. And I'm like, yeah, I was like, thought I'd bring my girlfriend and meet my parents, meet her, my parents for the first time with them. And like, oh, great. So he leaves. And then my dad's like, oh, like you know, it's It's cool. And I'm like, yeah, Sean comes back and he goes, you guys like chocolate? And of course, Jenna absolutely <laughs> loves chocolate. He comes back. Oh, gosh, I forget the name of it. I'm so embarrassed to forget the name of it. It was oh man, cho- it was some type of chocolate cake. Now I'm looking up the menu now because I'm it's like, okay. um, but he gave us double like he gave us two orders of it. Chocolate Stampede. Chocolate Stampede for free for free. Oh man! Two orders of chocolate stampede for free. I didn't even have to look up the menu because it just came to me. <laughs> chocolate stampede, completely free, and I was like, "That's awesome!" I, I, it pays to know people. <laughs> yeah, well, now it has to be in the top. Yeah, five. so so it's uh, it's going to be at number four, uh, Mister Summers. So I I can wholeheartedly agree. Longhorns is going to be up in that list. So um, awesome. We do so have the bottom the... three left. Yes, number eight. Number eight. Um. Oh. Oh, oh I got one. Okay, I'm ready for it.
1: We, we can't forget dominoes <laughs> we can't forget dominoes
0: we just can't i mean
1: i think we've had too many dominoes trips to not put dominoes on tri-
0: trips or deliveries man <laughs> both both both. <laughs> both trips and deliveries both mostly tri- deliveries. mostly delivery what? um so I, I i could totally agree with you on that i think i'm good to put that at number eight if you are too i agree okay yep cool awesome great Absolutely. now moving on to nine and ten I feel like for all right here's what I here's what I'm a firm believer in and I think I have had this with have I had this with you I'm not sure I'm, I'm like trying to think about it now if I actually had it oh you know what we forgot what chick-fil-a oh my gosh <laughs> we, we, why, we gotta change the list <laughs> we have to change the list we have to all right here's what I'm gonna do and uh, if you can agree with me I'm gonna move Applebee's from number six to number nine, and I'm gonna put Chick-fil-A yep. there.
1: I think we should move Sheets to six and Chick fil Chick-fil-A has to be in the top five.
0: Okay, yep, okay. Alright, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, so so Chick-fil-A works. is gonna be at number five.
1: Yep. Oh man, I'm glad you said that.
0: We would have gotten beaten. <laughs> <would have> <laughs> murdered on the internet for Chick- that one. Chick fil A. Sheets is gonna be at number six. Yep. And I'm gonna throw Applebee's down to number nine. Yeah, that's that that's a better spot for Applebee's. If we're being honest. All right, I'm going to throw Applebee's at number nine. So now it just leaves us with one, right? One choice. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So currently, right now, we have Moe's, Wendy's, uh, top, top one. So from one to one to nine, we have Moe's, Wendy's, McDonald's, Longhorn, Chick fil A, Sheets, Taco Bell, Domino's, and Applebee's. We have one chain restaurant in our top ten list that we both agreed upon. Matt, I don't yeah. know if you have any more.
1: What what about Olive Garden? I'm a big olive, olive Olive Garden guy. Mostly for the breadsticks and the salads. Do you know what Jenna's dad
0: calls Olive Garden? Oh no. Garlic I want to know what? Garlic Garden. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Um I feel like, yeah, Olive Garden can go can go there. Okay. I, uh, yeah. Okay. Olive Garden. And it tends a good spot for it too. Because yeah. it's, like, it's it's not like the best Italian food, but it, it gets the job done. So now I feel like we have to do an honorable mention because I feel okay. like that's I feel like we need to select two that would be an honorable mention that both of us can agree upon as far as yes. Um, I feel like Five Guys needs to be in this honorable Ooh, mention. Yeah, definitely has to be in the honorable mention. So Five Absolutely. Guys would be Got to love a good Five Guys oh. burger. And their fries, I mean, you could get a small order of fries, and it could feed like 20 people, yeah. honestly. Do you have another honorable mention because I feel like I've given one.
1: Uh, I feel like we're missing a lot. Yeah,
0: have you ever been to Mod Pizza? No,
1: I actually haven't. No, Mod Mod Pizza is a good one, but we don't. Have to, if you haven't had it, we don't have to put it on there. Mod Pizza is good. It's like you can build your own pizza, and all the toppings are free. Wow, oh, that's pretty. So cool. you can literally to, load up on whatever it is.
0: Might have to make it Mo- there. Yeah, it's a good one. Um, Arby's. I I can di- no? I have to disagree with you on that. That's okay. <laughs> okay, that's fine. I just feel uh, like I'm Arby's. Actually, we need an honorable mention. Speaking of Arby's, Arby's owns Buffalo Wild Wings. Yes, I, I'm good with Buffalo Wild Wings. That's, okay. that's a good one to put on there. I think that actually was the one I forgot until you mentioned Olive Garden. So <laughs> Every, everybody loves B Dubs. Yes, sir. So um, at the end with our list, at we have an honorable mention of Buffalo Wild Wings and Five Guys. Coming in at number 10 is Olive Garden, number 9 is Applebee's, number 8 is Domino's, number 7 is Taco Bell, number 6 is Sheets, it sounds like, it looks like Skeets, I uh, look like (laughs) I put a K instead of an H, but it's uh, Sheets. Number 5 is Chick-fil-A, number 4 is Longhorn, number 3 is McDonald's, 2 Wendy's, and number 1 in our top 10 chain restaurants is none other than Moe's Southwest Grow. Moe's I love. it.
1: that's a solid list. Yes. I think we did a pretty good job. I think
0: we did a pretty good job, Matt. So hopefully yep. next next uh, next podcast we do a top ten list we can agree upon instead of disagree on like our take it segment. So Yes. Moving on to our final segment, speaking of things, I mean Matt, we can talk forever about our trips to Domino's and our trips to McDonald's, or specifically McDonald's and Wendy's when we were a kid when we needed a quick bite to eat. I know last week I was talking about a traumatic memory that each of us had, which oddly the both of our memories involved bleeding. Uh, really weird about that. Pretty ironic, pretty ironic, (laughs) but, uh, I want to talk about today about favorite things you had as a child. I feel like there's one memento or there's one item or thing that some people had as a child that they will, it'll be the first thing that comes to mind when it's like, oh my goodness. Yeah. Like I had that when I was a kid. So Matt, I kind of want to hear what was your favorite thing that you had as a child. So I had a lot of stuffed
1: animals as a kid. Um, like a lot of stuffed animals as a kid, but there was always one that I actually still have to this day. I don't know exactly where he is, but he is somewhere. And that would be the stuffed monkey that I had. He was probably about like, I don't know, maybe like eight inches. Like he wasn't like a super, like a big stuffed animal. Uh, but his name was Charlie, ironically enough. No kidding. (laughs) Yeah. Charlie.
0: I have a dog Um, named Charlie
1: guys. Yes. But Charlie, like, I didn't really take him places because I didn't want to, like, lose him or anything. But I always, like, spent a lot of time when I was, like, I'd say, like, from, like, three to, like, five with Charlie. And I don't know. I, for some reason, I just, like, had a strong bond with him.
0: Yeah, that's certainly... I, I mean, I, I wasn't a big stuffed animal guy, but I knew, like, stuffed animals were kind of, like, a consistent thing in my life that I was, like, getting all the time. But, um, yeah, that, that's, a, that's a great thing to have, Matt. I, I feel like... Now, did you, like... <laughs> What (laughs) kind of bringing up the worst memory, but like, was it in your bed most of the time? Was it in your room? Did you kind of like carry it around?
1: Mostly in my room. Uh, I think when I was like little, little, like took like naps with him or something like that. But um, yeah, I really didn't
0: like take him like outside of the house, or my mom didn't let me take him outside of the house, either or I don't know. If you if you find a if you find Charlie, I want a picture of you nap. I want your mom when you're napping. I want to put. I want your mom to put. Uh, charlie on like your lap and take a picture and send it to me uh, i will find him this week hopefully
1: that is my that's my oh, new goal now for man. this week is to
0: find charlie that's amazing i yeah that's it's quite the uh quite quite the uh the memory there matt and, yeah, and hopefully he, you find.
1: he's it. a character he's a, a character a
0: character with a great personality <laughs> absolutely so oh.
1: what would be uh what is your favorite childhood you had
0: yeah well certainly matt it it was a, it was an item uh you know i i really i mean if we want to throw back and be all nostalgic i mean i think at least the the one electronic thing that i cared for deeply and greatly was my uh nintendo gamecube um so Mm -hmm. i had a gamecube i wasn't in the playstation until later on when we bought a playstation 2 but if i really had to pick something that was truly significant in my life it would probably be a blanket and that may seem like mm-hmm. the simplest of things to talk about. But I used to have this. I think the color was burgundy, believe it or not. Um, and, you know, big Hankerman fan just real. I think I think it grew on me. It grew on me finally burgundy. And then it transitioned to Ron Burgundy. <laughs> but um, <laughs> literally had that blanket, took it wherever I went, whether it was. I mean, obviously, I didn't bring it into a restaurant or anything like that. But going to the restaurant like it was in the car um, was with me when I was watching TV in the living room. I slept with it. Walked down with it in the morning. Like you always saw me walking down the steps, and dragging behind was a blanket. And now that realizing it now as an adult, how disgusting that is of dragging it just <laughs> on the carpet, <laughs> even after you vacuumed it multiple times. Like still kind of disgusting of picking it up. But I mean, that thing went through some toy, some tears and wears as far as like keeping it as a blanket. Um, I remember there was like a hole that happened when i was walking the one time and i stepped in it and it like ripped and it was like a big hole enough enough for my little feet that i had so it was like really i mean it it went through the test of times i have i believe it's in the trash by now and i believe it's somewhat you know burnt or uh you know recycled some way shape or form but um yeah that that blanket certainly stuck with me and it wasn't until and that's saying I kept that blanket for a while, but I had, like, a, a, a decent addiction to, like, having the same blanket for so long. Like, it wasn't until, I think, college that I actually had a different blanket that I brought with me. <laughs> like, really? Really, like, high, like high school and the middle school, I had the same blanket the whole entire time. But, like... And so this if was like of... a so this was like a big sized blanket. It wasn't like a little, little small one. Well, the one that I started out with that started this addiction was like eh, enough for a, a six year old. Like it, it was enough to cover, but I mean, it wasn't like a thing for a, a full bed or, or king size or queen size bed. But um, you know, I, I think it, it's hilarious because that that's what started my sense of uh, I don't want to call it hoarding, but that's the best thing that I can come up with just with hoarding about uh, a blanket, and I kept a blanket for so long. So um, I really think that the, that was what the cause, the root of all evil and the root of the cause was, in fact, um, hosting a blanket for me as a child for so long, and I don't know why my parents never took it away from me. <laughs> That's interesting. I personally never had a blanket. Do you remember,
1: like, like the first time you got the blanket? Like, like were you in love with it, like, instantly? Like, you took it everywhere, or did it kind of, like grow on you a little
0: I th- bit i think it had to I, I think it had to grow on me matt because i think obviously as a child like as a baby you're gonna get baby blankets because you could just it's dangerous to have a, a decent sized blanket for for a, yep. a toddler or a child but i think it just grew on to me where it just became that thing that i slept with when i was a toddler and it just kind of grew and then you know It wasn't the fact that I was cold. It just was comfortable. (laughs) And, like, just sitting down. Like, I remember there's some photos that my mom likes to pole, And it's literally me sitting in the chair and the blankets in the chair. So, it's just, like, it's one of those things where I'm, like, so, like, it's a nostalgia thing. and And I really, I think that's what the cause was for all of that, so
1: yeah I, I i like i said i never really had a blanket myself but i always understood like why someone had like a strong attachment to that blanket because like you see yourself with pictures of it and it just brings you back to like a simpler time being as a child and now we're adults and we have all this stress in our lives
0: and yeah, you know, we all wish we had a blanket that we could snuggle up with every day mm, yeah or or yeah that's darn wow This got really dark. (laughs) Well, if you have a favorite thing uh, and if you're not following us on social media, make sure you follow us, Funny Business Entertainment. Uh, When we come back after our commercial, we're going to throw it over to Matt. He's got some topics on sports and, of course, the long-awaited revival and second take on Take It. All righty.
1: Thanks for staying through after that sponsorship read. Uh, Last week, I feel like my topics were a little more serious. So we're going to have a little more fun this week.
0: Oh, funny, Um, funny business. We're going to to be a little bit more serious with funny business.
1: (laughs) Well, we're going to put the funny in funny business today. (laughs) Put the fun Uh, in fun. (laughs) (laughs) So we're going to start off with uh, something I think would be pretty cool. Uh, So obviously the NBA season is not going on right now Um, due to the COVID-19 outbreak. And a lot of people want to know when the season's going to come back. Obviously, we don't know that. But people are starting to debate uh, who's going to win the championship uh, if it does come back. Or I should say when it does come back. So I thought what we could do today is kind of go through the playoffs and we can each predict uh, who we think is going to win the NBA championship this season. Sounds like a plan to me. So before we get to, I think what we'll do is we'll say one upset we could see happening in the first round. And then we'll say who we have in the conference finals and then who we have winning the NBA championship. So uh, why don't you start? uh, What's one upset you see happening in the first round of the playoffs?
0: Well, I I think, Matt, before we get started, I think we might want to mention at least who's at the top. Because I think if anybody NBA players, well, NBA fans or those who are not, um, should at least hear who's at least up at the top of each conference. So um, obviously the Western conference, the Los Angeles Lakers are currently in the standings of first place. So they would take the first place seed. And in the Eastern conference, you have the Milwaukee Bucks, um, at the first place seed in the Eastern conference, but an upset that I kind of, so th- this is obviously, I-, I think we were talking about before we we're looking up at the standings and all that. I- I'm going to throw it around. I-, I really think in the Eastern conference, I think I'm gonna see Philadelphia take over Boston.
1: Oh no! I
0: think I think, I think that's an easy series for Boston. I don't. I, I mean, I'll, let's take let's take it let's take it back last year, Matt. When okay. um, I believe it was Boston winning over Philly. Was that a year ago or two years ago? I think that was two years
1: ago. So, last year, Kawhi hit that shot in the corner in Game Seven. Uh-huh, so they didn't I mean, uh-huh, so did take uh-huh. the Raptors uh-huh. to seven games last year. <laughs> I don't know, I just feel like Philly's all over the place this year um they i they can't win on the road like they just can't, yeah, uh, uh but their point guard can't shoot three pointers or won't even attempt to shoot it. How many three pointers do you think he's taking in the series over under like half. ben Ben Simmons or yeah, do you think he actually takes a three in this year Ben
0: Simmons, no, he can't make yeah, one, but abs- I'm exactly, just saying no three three the three ball never okay, three ball has been a new generation style of play. But I will have to say it's the short game and it's the rebounds that make it count. And I think if Joel Embiid actually gets his act together and he's super serious about it, I think it could be a good competition and I feel like Philly can take the upset. I know I totally threw you in a 180, but I I just think Philly has that mentality at this moment in time to just try to do their best because they got, got, obviously, they got ripped off last season when Kawhi hit that game winner. So coming back with a vengeance, I think it's really a good point.
1: I feel like both Boston and Philly are pretty equal defensively, and I just th- I I think Boston's offense is just like much more well rounded. Like they have Kemba, Jason Tatum was bawling this season. They have Jalen Brown, um, and his Cantor has been good in the center for them. I just feel like I don't know. I see it like a five game series. If we're being
0: honest. Yeah, give give or take, give or take. Like Philly,
1: Philly's offense has, I don't know, I don't know what they're gonna do. Like they just is it? It's either Ben Simmons drives or they give the ball an Embiid, and that's about it.
0: Yeah, and Ben Simmons can't shoot the three pointer. Yeah, we yeah, we would end up getting millions of dollars through this podcast more than Ben Simmons would actually get hitting a three pointer. That's the difference for those uh, non sports fans at home.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, Zion made more three pointers in his first game than Ben Simmons has in his whole career. And so. Zion's <laughs> played how many games? Uh, I'm gonna say like. Twenty. Twenty. Off the top of my head, somewhere around twenty. And but his first game, literally, he made more than Simmons has <laughs> in like
0: four seasons. And here's um, uh, here's us speaking about Philadelphia. You know there's, there's people who like the Eagles and the Sixers, and and we know one particular person, and and I'm not even gonna say his name because we're not even gonna give him the clout. Nope, so <laughs> nope,
1: nope. Um, if we're looking at an upset that I actually think would happen, uh, I think the Rockets the nuggets in the first round. 6 seed rockets over the 3 seed
0: nuggets. Yeah, I really think they were they yeah. were
1: balling at the end of the season. Russell Westbrook was playing like MVP again. Obviously James Harden's James Harden. The only thing that worries me in that series is uh Nikola Jokic, the center for Denver. Uh Houston's starting center is like 6-5 because they just yeah. went small ball. Um but
0: I don't see Denver beating them in a seven-game series. I really I, don't. I really uh, – see, this is another thing I'm going to disagree with. We, we have too many disagreements and agreements. <laughs> We're not even in the Take It segment yet. But, Matt, I, I, I feel like from – you know, Russell Westbrook has gone off with at least this season so far. But I really think that the Rockets' mentality of – Still not playing defense is, is another thing to, to take in consideration. And, you know, that's why so many, you know, everybody's been saying, well, the Rockets should make it to the Eastern, the Western Conference finals. The Rockets should be winning the championship. Well, they haven't played defense. And I think they need to play defense in order for them to actually win championships. Cause, you know, defense wins championships. And I feel like as they, long as they do, they do.
1: They do. That, that's a fair, that's a fair, um, assessment. Cause Denver's is pretty good defensive team. But I feel like star power wins in playoffs
0: um so why yeah, hasn't lebron him. won he's won three but what about during the lakers he was, lakers? <laughs> he, was in, he was injured last all right, year. all right all right all right all right oh, but hey wait let's take it back why didn't steph curry why didn't kevin durant clay thompson all those people won last year
1: that's fair well he ran into Kawhi, who was probably the best player in the game right now <laughs> unless he wants to be honest he's a fun uh, guy <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. <Okay. laughs> all right so let's shift our focus uh who do you have in the Eastern Conference Finals and who wins and how many games?
0: So so, so just to just back it up here. Um who do I want to win in the Eastern Conference Finals? Who who do you ha- who do you think would Gotcha. Okay. So obviously I think, you know, I I hate to I hate to play the powerhouse, but I feel like if the Milwaukee Bucks make it to the Finals, Eastern Conference Finals and I feel like Yeah, this is obviously, well, I almost went, Matt, this is me looking at the bracket. I almost went the Milwaukee Bucks versus the Miami Heat. That that can't happen. (laughs) (laughs) That's impossible because they're in the same bracket. But um, Milwaukee Bucks and I feel like, I think the Toronto Raptors. I I feel like for them, like having that mojo from winning the championship last season can transition into them winning the, at least making it to the Eastern Conference Finals. But I feel like in five, the Bucks are going to make it to the, the NBA Finals.
1: Five? that that surpri- I, I'm not surprised to put Toronto there, um, but five surprises me a little bit.
0: I feel like Milwaukee's going to go on a hot run, and they're going to be 3-0. and And then I think by the time... <sighs> call it the drake curse but you know drake's somehow gonna (laughs) sprinkle his way through in toronto (laughs) um what is that the two c slide he's gonna two c slide his way in and um you know i I feel like toronto is gonna win at least one game before the bucks can just take over and be able to win their their conference so um that's my take on the bucks i'm not sure about you I also have the Bucks
1: making the finals. I would have them beating Boston in probably six.
0: That's why you disagreed with me to begin with. <laughs> well, yes. But I think
1: Boston would take Toronto probably in seven. I think that's a little more even matchup than... I don't see either of the teams beating the Bucks. I mean, Giannis is just a freak. Um, he's called the Greek freak for a reason. Absolutely. Uh, and, uh, you know, Chris Middleton's playing better this year, but um, I think Boston would give him a little better challenge than Toronto just because, again, Jason Tatum's been playing well... Uh, Kemba Walker, if he's healthy is probably better than Milwaukee's point guard and blood. So, so that's why I feel like, I mean, I think Milwaukee wins either way, but, um, let's move on to the West. Who do you got there?
0: Well, obviously me being the bandwagon type of guy, I feel like the Lakers are going to take it all the way. Um, which obviously will be my final pick for the finals is the Lakers taking it all the way. Um, but I feel like they're going to win against the Clippers, because I, I you know i the first game i saw of the season was obviously the first which is against the the battle of la which is la clippers and la lakers and like really good competitive action between the two of them i mean you know i feel like that's going to be a would be a really cool western conference final but at the same time i feel like with the mojo that LeBron, Anthony Davis, and you know, Alex Caruso, your favorite b- basketball player. Oh my gosh, Let's um, not get on that topic. <laughs> I just feel like Lakers have a really good vibe right now. And you know, if I'm being completely honest, I think we all know about uh, Mr. Kobe Bryant passing away early on in this yep. year. And I, you know, I feel like that's just that is just the motivation, and that's just the the um the drive that they're going to get. I mean, Matt, for us being Yankees fans like the Yankees won their first. I mean, they won the World Series back in 2009 and mm-hmm. they moved into a new stadium. So I feel like if there's some type of motivation or some type of vibe that goes along with it, I feel like they're going to take it all the way. I understand that, and I want to believe that. (laughs) I love you. I understand that, but you're wrong. (laughs) uh, I'm going to take
1: the Clippers over the Lakers in seven. How many games do you think Lakers went in before I go into my thing? I think
0: I'm going to go with six. Okay.
1: I got the Clippers in seven. I think Kawhi and LeBron, they're going to cancel each other out. Paul George, Anthony Davis, they're going to cancel each other out. It's going to come down to the supporting cast, and the Clippers' supporting cast is by far better than the Lakers. Like, by far. Dwight Howard's been playing well. Rondo's played well at some points. Kyle Kuzma has been iffy, but I mean, Alex Caruso. The, uh, uh, no, not Alex <laughs> Caruso. He's irrelevant. Uh, if you look at the Clippers, Pat Beverly's a dog on defense. Um, Montrezl Harrell is a really good player. They got uh, Lou Williams coming off the bench. If we're being honest, if Lou Williams was on the Lakers, I'd probably take the Lakers. I think Lou Williams is the X factor in this in this series. I do not really think the Lakers, maybe Danny Green could guard him, and maybe he's the closest thing they have to him. But I don't think they can have a have an answer off the bench for Lou Williams. Yeah. I really don't. It, also, uh, if we're coming down to coaching, Doc Rivers is here, and Frank Vogel, I mean, he had a few good years in Indiana, but uh, he's no Doc Rivers. Well, I mean, we all, we all know the
0: true coach. We all know the true coach of the Lakers, and that's LeBron. Well, yes, he's, so. <laughs> he's LeBron.
1: But um, in a seven-game series, I think Doc's going to outsmart Vogel in some ways. Um, or LeBron well yeah I mean LeBron listen LeBron's been playing he's probably second MVP voting the Giannis um, but I don't know I just feel like Kawhi is on a different level right now and once he gets back in the playoffs he's also Kawhi and Paul George have been injured for a while so when this does come back they're going to be well arrested and I think you know no load of management in the playoffs you know they're going to play every game so let's take it to the finals now. Uh, you have the Lakers and the Bucks. Who you got? I mean,
0: obviously the Lakers, and and Lakers. I think I, I I might throw it at six because I feel like it's going to be a really good competition between um, Giannis and you know just I guess the Lakers team. Like I feel like they don't really have. I mean, besides I don't want to say besides Dwight Howard. Um, yes, Anthony Davis is another one, but I don't see him being the Giannis. Like I see Anthony Davis be more of the, you know, more of the big player. And, you know, Giannis is absolutely huge, but the guy can run like a guard. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's just important for us to realize that um, it really just comes down to smart playing. And I, and I think you, you did bring up a good point that, you know, out coaching someone is truly one of those things, especially. But um, I feel like for us to come down to it, I, I really feel like the Lakers have that vibe of Kobe Bryant and being able to do the impossible. And that's win a championship this year.
1: I think if the Lakers would make the finals, I think they would beat the Bucks. I have the Clippers winning in six as well, um, just because the Bucks don't have an answer for Paul George, just like the Lakers didn't have one for Lou Williams. I like Chris Middleton's a great player; he's an All Star, but he's not going to be able to defend Paul George like Giannis might be able to defend Kawhi. Um, and again, Lou Williams off the bench I think is a big X factor. Uh, so there's our unofficial analysis of what the playoffs would look like. Uh, let's switch over to football and the big news in the NFL, other than the draft wait, has been wait.
0: <laughs> the big news. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's big news. Oh
1: God. The big news has been, uh, Tom Brady, uh, switching from the New England Patriots to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, Mike, he's not off to such a hot start. I don't know if you've been keeping up on this. Uh, <laughs> I've been seeing the memes so... on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. So he's made the news, uh, I believe two days in a row or maybe it was two days and three days or two times in three days. Uh, so he, obviously Florida was in a stay-at-home order at the time that this happened. Uh, and he was uh, kicked out of a public park that was closed due to COVID-19 because he was working out. Um, I, I don't really, like I've seen people get past like, oh, like he's got to stay in shape and somehow, but it's it's a closed park and a stay-at-home order. Uh, I, I, I just don't understand why he's out. But maybe the the Bigger news that just struck me in a way. Uh, He went to go to his new coach's house to, you know, talk about the playbook and stuff like that. And he walked in the house without knocking and it was the wrong house. It was some random person's house. I don't understand how you do this. So the question has to be asked, is Tom Brady losing his mind? (laughs) I I don't understand how one, you don't knock. Like you don't. You've never been to this person's house before. There's a chance you could be wrong, but like, I, I just, I just don't understand it. Like, how do you not knock into into someone's house?
0: I mean, I'm all, I'm all about. I, I feel like I shouldn't say this, but it's the podcast, so I will. But this is a guy we're talking about who locks lips with his own kids. So <laughs> I feel like for him doing this stuff, it's not too unnatural for him to be doing this stuff. Um, but I feel like for for me, like. I mean, I've moved in four apartments, Matt, and I have obviously not been totally aware of my surroundings and not been totally aware of, like, common things for you to do, like shut the door and, you know, making sure you're going to the right door. Like, you know, I, this is the first time I was in a complex myself. I have almost accidentally gone through the wrong door because it's too close to each other. We, but I think the natural thinking is um, the fact of the security sense like the security sense of okay, well, it looks like nothing like stopped me along the way. This must be the house, <laughs> and then come to find out, it's not the house. <laughs> I, I just think it's funny. Like he's
1: 42. They just gave him a two-year deal, like 50 or 30 million dollar guaranteed, and he doesn't even know what house to walk into. You know, it's um. Also, a side note. Uh, he tri- uh put in a trademark for Tampa Bay. Like that's gonna be one of his trademarks, Tampa Bay. I mean. I, I want to hear your opinion on this. I think that's trash. I, I mean, would you buy a T-shirt that said Tampa Bay? No. He already has TB12. That's that's a solid, like, slogan. Like, like cemented in? Yes. Yeah, yeah, no, he's had TB12 as a trademark forever. Tampa Bay. is just, I don't even know what to make of that.
0: I don't, Matt, I, I, to be completely honest, I feel like it's, it's a lot of hype. I feel like it's a lot of hype as far as saying Tampa. Bay, I can't even say it right now out loud. Um, you,
1: can't even, you can't even say it without like no. forcing yourself to say it.
0: I, I feel like it's a total hype zone. Um, I feel like what we really need to see is obviously when the season starts. There's going to be a lot of attention on Tom Brady and mm-hmm. now his best friend Rob Gronkowski. So it's like, yep. <laughs> you know, we're we're going to see a lot of action. We're going to see a lot of attention, news coverage, and oh, look at Tom Brady. You know, he, uh, you know, look at his new cleats. Or you know, I feel like there's going to be too much. Over hype and attention, and I'll be honest, Tom Brady is a really good player. I mean, I'm not a big fan he's of football. He's probably the best player. He's to play. he is probably the best player to play, but I feel like it, again, it's the same. And I feel like throwing it back to basketball, it's the same as when LeBron was walking with a glass of wine. Like it obviously is. Everybody was freaking out that oh my goodness, like LeBron's walking with a glass of wine when he's going to the locker room. It's like okay, great. Is he underage? No. Was he playing? No. Tom Brady. Is he playing right now? No. Has he been in quarantine? Yes. Did he just move to a completely new environment? Yes. So I really feel like there's some exactly. type of... Exactly.
1: If you, if you move to a new environment, you knock before you enter <laughs> the house that you've never <laughs> been in before. I just want on the record, if he starts this season and he starts slipping, you know, not making throws that he used to be, starts throwing more interceptions, I want it on the record, I think he's over the hill.
0: Okay. I, I feel like I, okay i i will i will let that that statement yes i will let that yep. statement come to fruition but right. i just feel like you know again it's just one of those things where i <laughs> Matt, if we had more time, we could probably go off on another hour talking about the stupid stuff that we did and us saying that we're t- completely out of
1: it. <laughs> we're not forty-two year olds. We're not getting paid thirty million dollars to play.
0: Football. But we're also not that old, and yet not that rich, and yet we're still trying to figure out what exactly our, uh, you know, our take is for, um, you know, life. I should say. So, um, I, Matt, I, <laughs> I, I just thought it was hilarious that he actually had the guts and, and almost the. The sense of, and, and, you know what? As it's Florida, maybe it's a sense of comfort. Maybe it's a sense of comfort that he actually feels, and you know, that's true. It's, it's not All like right. it's not like uh, what do you call it? Um, yeah, it's not like back in New New England when he uses like you know, not nah, not. Nah. Yeah, I mean,
1: I mean, people would praise if he came into the house in New England.
0: So, <laughs> did did we hear the follow up as to whether or not that that person that he walked into, like what his reaction uh, he, he was? He
1: didn't- he didn't really have a problem with it. He thought it was cool that Tom Brady walked in his house, which to be fair, it is pretty, I mean, cool, it is pretty cool walking in the house. But <laughs> could you imagine like you're coming out of the bathroom and you just turn to your left and there's Tom Brady like, Hey man, what's up? Like, uh, what are you doing here? So yes, yes. yes but I, I want it known that Tom Brady over the hill.
0: Okay. I, I will yeah. take, I will side with you on that. However, I don't know what the next 20 to, to half hour, maybe even two hours are going to be like with this next segment. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so like I said last week, we would talk about the results of the poll that we had. So if you didn't listen last week, uh, we have a series a segment called "Take It," where I present a debate to Mike that he has no idea what I'm about to say. Nope. And then we're gonna just go at it. So last week we debated who would win in a fight: fifty duck-sized horses versus one duck-sized horse, horse-sized and, duck, uh, horse-sized <laughs> duck. Yes. <laughs> And apparently I'm wrong because the polls voted that the horse-sized duck would win, even though it has no fighting ability. Yes, sir.
0: Yes, sir. Yes, so
1: sir. <laughs> th- this week, it's going to be uh, pretty contentious. Oh,
0: man. I'm All not right? ready for so it, Matt. I'm not ready so for it. So it's pretty easy. I'm not ready for it. What's better, waffles or pancakes? No, you. no, 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 no. Oh, my God. All right. Waffles or pancakes?
1: go go ahead i want to hear you first
0: pancakes oh my gosh all
1: right go ahead
0: wait you want waffles over pancakes waffles are infinitely better why infinitely
1: why you know you no 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 you go you go. you go you go all right my first thing all right you can't eat pancakes without maple syrup okay they get too soggy it's like you're eating like soggy bread for breakfast like the pancakes get way too soggy uh-huh uh what else do i have uh waffles. <laughs> what else s- do i have <laughs> I, I, I have a list uh waffles are way more crispier than pancakes yeah because they just, it's they taste better
0: it's it's a different way of making said breakfast matt
1: yes but the crisp the crispness of waffles is better than the sogginess of pancakes mm-hmm. um let's see what else oh uh belgian waffles infinitely better than you you, they don't even make belgian pancakes okay uh plain waffles like with butter are 10 times better than plain pancakes
0: with butter okay
1: and uh fruit on a waffle is better than like fruit in a pancake but you can also
0: sorry matt just to disagree with you immediately you could put fruit on top of a pancake
1: yeah but it fits better on a waffle like if you put it on a pancake, it's going to fall off the side. At least the waffle has like the little hole pockets that you can fit the fruit on there, and you, it's better when you cut. Waffles are infinitely better than pancakes.
0: So, so Matt, how many options do you have as far as waffles? You have a Belgian waffle and a regular waffle.
1: Yeah, but with Belgian waffle, you can put whatever topping.
0: Do you want. know how many endless opportunities there are for a pancake? Just as much. No. Yes. No. <laughs> There's blue, what, there's what blueberry pancakes. There's strawberry pancakes. You can make blueberry waffles. There's chocolate chip pancakes. There's and you know what the best thing is, Matt? You can have more than just one because I feel like a lot of times people just want to have two waffles. And no, no, no
1: you can eat way more waffles. Pancakes are so filling.
0: That's the point. If I have two pancakes, I'm not going to sit there and be like, "Man, I'm going to have more waffles." Like, I have having enough when I have two large pancakes. And yeah, okay. Yeah, but why would you eat
1: pancakes when you can
0: eat waffles? So, let me tell you something. You you brought up the point as far as syrup. You need syrup in order for you to enjoy pancakes. Yeah. So, it's almost the sense, would you eat a plain hot dog? I've eaten plain hot dogs before. Well, yeah, that's just because you're a psychopath. <laughs> you know, I. you need syrup in order for you to enjoy a good pancake. Now, let me tell All you right. something, man. To make pancakes... It's super simple. Yeah, so I was making a waffle. You put it in a waffle maker. Oh, waffle maker? Yeah. Oh, man. So it looks like I'm going to have to go buy a waffle maker when I can waffle, literally. They're
1: like $20.
0: Oh, but guess what, Matt? Everyone has a stove. Everyone has a griddle. Oh, look at that. I have water. All I just need is pancake mix. And, and now you there have you a are. crappy
1: version of a waffle and because <laughs> waffles are better.
0: No, you yes. don't have to go buy a waffle maker. All you could do is just put it on the griddle and boom pancakes
1: you also made my point in saying you have to have syrup with pancakes and syrup makes the pancakes way too soggy okay
0: so it depends on the brand of the pancake mix matt like not every pancake is gonna be as soggy as it is and yes you can say the consistency of a waffle is good because yada 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 well let me tell you something matt and i was gonna say you can't have frozen pancakes I have seen frozen pancakes, but nine times out of ten, people buy frozen waffles. (laughs) I've seen more people buy frozen waffles than make frozen pancakes. You can make blueberry
1: waffles. You can make chocolate chip waffles. You can make banana waffles. You can make any waffles you want. But
0: you can't put them in the mix.
1: Yeah, Absolutely, you can. How? You make the mix and you put it in the waffle maker and you make the waffle. Boom, blueberry waffle. Then you can put some vanilla ice cream on top. What's better? What's better? Ice cream on waffles or ice cream on pancakes?
0: I mean, I'm still this whole thing about I don't listen for me moving in a new apartment. I'm not going to get a waffle maker, I'm just going to make pancakes. And you know, but that doesn't com- mean that pancakes are better. I'll be completely honest when you see TV shows, movies, and they have this nice big breakfast, what's mm-hmm. the most common item on the breakfast table? Bacon. Boom. No. That's yes. <laughs> not the point yes, of the argument. That is a fa- that's a fact. <laughs> no. Pancakes. You always see pancakes as a group meal because they're so easy to make. Now, you could say that waffles are easy to make, but literally, you can put six down on the griddle. There's literally griddles that you can buy that's probably the size of a, 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 an arm's length. Not an arm's length, a, a, a wingspan. And you could yep. just start flipping them and you could start doing them. And, and it's really much more easier than a waffle that doesn't make it better well come that on does not like, make it better uh, no because it's the fact that i could literally sit there i can teach my six-year-old daughter or my six-year-old son when i eventually have kids and i say kids here's how you make a pancake now it's like oh you just throw it in the the waffle maker and you just let it go like no there's no art to making a pancake there really isn't And there's variations of a pancake you can actually make, depending on how much batter you want in your pancake. Because let me tell you something. My girlfriend, Jenna, we, her and I like pancakes separately. A waffle is just a waffle. You can make it consistently all the time because there's no sense of freedom of creativity. False. (laughs) I can't believe I'm throwing creativity in pancakes versus waffles, but... Jenna likes the fact that if you do flip the pancake over And the mix is not completely finished She likes it I like a finished pancake more than her Waffles you really can't do that What do you mean you can't do that Like you can't like There's no sense of crea- Like I don't want to call it there's more of a creative aspect Because I don't be- like, Yes food does have a creative aspect But putting in the sense of The fact that I can actually make a pancake Different than another pancake However waffles you have to make the same that's just yep. a plain pancake slash waffle. Like if we're talking about blueberries and all that, then yeah, we can go on for another half hour. But if yes. I wanted to make a plain waffle and a plain pancake, I can actually make a plain pancake differently than a plain waffle because you have to put it through the waffle maker. With a pancake, I know I can tell when I want to flip it.
1: But that's why waffles are better because they come out the exact same, the ex- like every time.
0: So like you know what you're going to get with a waffle. You don't know what you're going to get with a pancake. So you can legitimately say it's either you take it or you leave it with a waffle. Whereas the pancake you can get a little bit more creative.
1: Yeah, but I, it's it's food. I don't want to get creative. I want to get good. And waffles are better. What looks better? All right, picture this. Close your eyes. A
0: big stack of pancakes with butter and syrup. You think that looks better than like a waffle with
1: fruit? And maybe with some vanilla ice cream and whipped cream on it. You would rather... That's a totally take...
0: different subject. That's dessert, Matt. No,
1: it's not a dessert. You've never had a Belgian waffle for... I've all had... Right, all right, all right, all right. Then let's do this. Okay, take okay. Take out the ice cream. All right. Let's just let's just take waffle yeah. with fruit. Okay. Maybe some syrup on there and a stack of pancakes. You would rather take the stack of pancakes.
0: So, you wait, you totally took out of the perspective that I can all add right. fruit, syrup, and butter on my pancakes. You just said a stack of pancakes. Okay, then let's change it to this.
1: <laughs> Blueberry pancakes versus blueberry waffles. Blueberry you're pancakes. Ra- you rather than taking the blueberry? Oh my gosh! You're a psychopath. No, you're a psychopath. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. There's no way, Matt.
0: Waffles- I, there's no point. Listen, you're literally black and white. I'm very gray in between when it comes to my pancakes. Like I could do anything with the pancake, like. You can oh, okay. do anything with a waffle. Uh, yeah, on topically. Topically, you can do stuff with a with you a waffle pancake. You can put
1: pancake... stuff in waffles, too.
0: You're going to put a blueberry in a waffle maker? You can.
1: I've done it. It's delicious. Much better than a, a blueberry cake pancake.
0: I No. No, 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 no. Yeah. No, Matt, no. <laughs> I, I can't. I, I really can't, Matt. That's no i I really I am a firm believer of this. I know it took us our last segment for me to actually realize that the horse sized duck is actually the winner of the the battle, but I could yep. totally say that from the beginning a pancake is better than a waffle.
1: no if you're throw out fruit throughout all of the toppings, a plain waffle with butter tastes better than a plain pancake with butter because they're different mixes Matt
0: <laughs> no you could no yeah
1: no. I well, whatever. We're still talking about waffles versus pancakes.
0: Waffles taste better. So, can you put peanut butter on your waffle? Yeah. You can put
1: anything on your waffle. You can put Nutella on your waffle. So you could do the same with a pancake. Exactly. But waffles taste better. That's the the whole argument. You You can do whatever you can do to a pancake you can do it to a waffle whatever you do to a waffle you can do it to a pancake but every single time the waffle is will be superior to the pancake
0: matt i know you love i know you love starting a fight with me but i think what i have most behind me is the people of those who listen to our podcast so oh, next week not this time next week we're gonna come back here we're gonna talk about our next take it segment i'm probably gonna be right again and then you're going to follow up and saying, all right, the votes are in. This is what happened. Mike won. I'm going to say that right now on the recording of the podcast that I'm going to win this topic this week. Let's make a bet. <laughs> Let's make a bet. What's the bet? <laughs> uh, what's oh, the God. bet? How about
1: if you if you win, okay. the next time we see, the tr- see each other, okay. I will make you pancakes. If I win, you have to make me wobbles. <laughs>
0: deal you All right, got yourself deal. So, Virtual deal sh- virtual handshake. virtual handshake my right, friend <laughs> ladies and gentlemen thank you so much for listening today uh please rate us five stars if you're on apple Podcasts, which we will eventually get there we will eventually get there ladies and gentlemen but um please share this with your friends and family i feel like it's very much so easy an easy listening podcast um and just make sure when that review comes out and when that survey comes out of what's better a waffle or a pancake you choose